Hey, we're we made it this time. We had a couple of moments delay trying to figure it out, but we hope. I I'm still not sure. Sure, verifying, confirming here. All right. Well, I'll keep talking while you're confirming. You let me know if I am practicing my conversation or actor actually speaking to our friends. <laughs> and if I am, welcome, welcome. So, even though there's no comments yet, which makes me think we may not be connected, but who knows? Okay, Maybe. we're live. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Great, actually works. Okay, but now I'm paranoid that okay, what if that was the time that was the, the previous thing we were setting up to do? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'll just keep talking and hoping that something is going down. What, should I be looking on my phone to find out if we are on Rumble? No, I think this is it. I think <laughs> we're like two old people trying to figure this out every well, time. Well, when we came back, you know, See, we were this is why we prefer to do this in the studio a few days in advance and have it all polished and everything for you. But sometimes we can't do it ahead because we don't know what the Lord wants to do by the time it's Friday. So, yeah. Okay. I think we're good. It's working. All right. It's working. Well, hello, everyone, again. And we're excited about being able to be with you here on Up for Discussion. And I think we haven't quite decided what our title is yet, but we're going to cover uh, part of it is President President Trump Summit. You know, particularly initially, initially there were well, some were happy about it but because some were just concerned, thinking he wasn't going to run for president. And others were um, some others were expecting much more because he made this comment that this was going to be uh, something historical for, for the United of America. And so uh, if you're following the processes of things, it doesn't really seem like him announcing for president, especially in light of elections, not being uh, something representative of the people, the people, what would be the big deal about that? And so we have some thoughts and I, you know, on that and some questions. People are people still are, jumping on. So they're still we jumping probably on. don't want to get into the meat of it yeah. quite yet. Go ahead and give them a chance. What you been doing today? I know we, that's part of why it's so hard to get it all together. We're, we're in running, running in op directions we're both running opposite directions, taking care of our daughters, running them to and fro into various, yeah, you know, whether it's a, a doctor's appointment or dropping one off somewhere else or getting gas in her vehicle, her vehicle for You got another to drive one. Justice's this truck. I was trying to envision you when you told me that you were going to take her truck. So Justice has this really cool, I would use a word, but I'm not going to use it because then he'd be mad at me. But F-150. Yeah, it's it's a really so, sharp truck, and so and so you I, drove it today. I drove it and tried to tried to look like you know tried to be aggressive enough and hit corners sharp enough where people took you seriously. They're like, oh, well, he, he he drives us on a regular basis. Shit, <laughs> 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 they live out in the country, and so they have a truck to go with their go with their outdoor house. Yes. So you drove that, and um. I, you know what the highlight of my day was? Just on a very surface level. Tell me. I discovered 
that are my favorite restaurant, which I'm not going to mention it because I don't want y'all to know where we go, where we go, because I don't know who's, who would you run into there. Anyway, my favorite restaurant has gluten-free chocolate chip cookies. And I, I had one about this big today. It was... I'm happy for you. I thought you were going to ask me, they're going to now doing Peruvian food, food and I was yes! <laughs> no, it wasn't that good. But chocolate chip cookies, that was, I had, I had an afternoon treat. That was my afternoon treat. You probably had an afternoon treat. What did you have? You had a coffee, didn't you? I had, had I just had some coffee. That's it, really. But uh, um, that's a treat for me, though. That's, that's Where'd you get your afternoon coffee? Well, I got it from our refrigerator. Oh, so okay. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't even that. Yeah, the errands came fast and furious. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Our daughters. All right, we got we got people on there. I think we can get rolling now. All right. So let me just start with a word of prayer. Sounds great. Lord, we just thank you for this time together to share with our our friends, your sons and daughters uh, from around the world. And we just ask you to ask you to add our conversation, Holy Spirit, yes. that we would say things that are in complete alignment. With your perspective on matters at this time, we recognize the challenge of the day that we're in, of the circumstances surrounding us, the intensity of the moments that many of us face. And almost to the degree you're more aware of what's going on in some ways, the more difficult it can be. So we thank you, Lord, for um, just releasing that peace and presence and spirit of truth to be among us, around us. Thank you for providing uh, uh, even the spirit of spirit of discernment is listening and their mm. their own, own truth teller would resonate with the things that uh, are in alignment with what you're saying thank you lord in jesus name amen amen i agree and that is the key there's so much um that hinges on our our own movement and um it's such a it's, it's such a difficult time in history to lean into the Lord personally and not to ever give away your own um, ability to hear from God. None of us, none of us hear perfectly from him. And so, so for it's not about us hearing perfectly from him. It's about us learning to listen and learning to lean into him and then going through the process with him when when we see clearly and when we don't see clearly and everything in between, everything in between. And this week for me, I would say was really like that. Um, just having to get over some personal disappointment over um, the whole present Trump speech. Um, for me, I, I'm grateful, I guess, on some kind of, some kind of surface level that he has announced his can his, whatever we're calling it, um, run yeah. for presidency. <laughs> um, but when you, you know, you were speaking of this, but I don't know how many people were on when we first said the whole of every, everything's going on behind the scenes. There's only one thing that I feel like I know, like nobody could talk me out of. And that's that nothing is face value. There is nothing that is face value. And, and so it can play games with your mind while you're, while you're watching things play out that look, look, uh, maybe on a surface level, really convincing. But um, in my mind and in my timing, yet again, I was off and I was thinking, this is it. 
this is the night he's going to announce something that triggers a series, a series, very quick public disclosures of things that I believe we've been, you know, beginning to understand have been happening behind the scenes in our nation. Some things good, some things bad that have not been brought public yet. And it was frustrating. So I'm telling you that because I think some of y'all can relate to the frustration of like, ah, oh, like when will things that we're, we've been suspicious of actually be revealed? Like just somebody tell us the actual truth. And it felt like once again, for me, listening to President Trump, that um, he was just still not being, you know, overt, but covert. Well, so what, 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 how did you experience that? And where have you landed with it? Well, definitely. It was my statement all along had been, if he only announces that he's running, I said, that will be very disappointing for me. And at face value, you look at it quickly. That's, that's the first, the first image is like, you and, and it's because there's a setup from multiple angles. There's what we'll say people in the know and kind of close uh, or very close to President Trump, things they've been saying and and an understanding that it was coming to a moment of 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 action, action. And and then his own, you know, two or three days before um before he announced he his truth, I want to say Twitter, but his truth, his truth social account. He just, I, I mean, bombarded it with, I don't know how many it was, 10, 20, 30 um, retruths re of things having to do with Q, trust the plan, uh, patriots in control, the storm is coming. Um, what's, and so it was this, you know, it, it was this over the top statement of like, we're going some, somewhere. He, he literally said, Hopefully, today will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country. I mean, that's either extremely arrogant, like just announcing that you're going to run for president is a big deal, but it's not like historic, historic one of the most most historic days of our entire nation's history, history, unless something else is going on. Yeah, well, that's let me get into that because that's the thing. So there was just that was the main thing. I after listening, I told Elizabeth, I said, you know what? That doesn't make any sense at all. What he what he just did, and and so sure enough, we've of course there's some people that help you get, get some understanding onto things of optics and the covert aspect of things. And in hindsight, we really might go back to this November fifteenth and say, "Wow, that was a day." Mm -hmm. um, I believe. Um, I believe. Yes. It just didn't feel like it in the moment. And, and you can listen to some. Um, we'll say some what's a word we use for decoding being done by people like Estianon and Derek Johnson um, that, you know, we've had before on, well, I guess I had them on up for discussion, but we've had them on um, Elijah streams and things. And so you can hear uh, their perspectives and you're like, Oh yeah, we did miss that. We didn't see that. And so he very well could have um, done some things. And I think we're going to find out, find out that that happened, that there, there was something historical we've known about President Trump is uh, when he makes a statement like that, it's not just um, uh, hyperbole, uh, you know, it, 
because he, he repeated it and he said it very intentional, repeated it, and then he retruth for and over. And so there was, uh, for the Wall Street's in the know, that was a letdown. You go, that was it. You're not just announcing that military is coming in and taking over. And so those are some things, um, you know, there are different ways to process. Let me just look at a couple of notes I was going to tell uh, as it regards as it regards to comment. Um, I don't know if it's a good time for me to read one of the tweet, one of the truth social posts that he made the, the night before that speech. Okay, do that. Um, and this is part of why it was like confusing, but actually this is the very thing. This is the thing that set me up to be disappointed, but it's actually also the thing that encourages me now after the fact. Okay, so this is a yeah. statement that he um, retruthed on his truth social account the night before the speed, okay? He says, ask yourself an honest question. Why would, why would a billionaire who has it all, fame, fortune, a warm and loving family, friends, etc., want to endanger himself and his family by becoming POTUS? Why would he want to target himself and those he, those he cares? Does he need money? Does he need, does he need fame? What does he get out of this? What does he get, he get out of this? Does he want to make the U.S., the world, a better place for his family and for those good and decent people who have long been taken advantage of? Perhaps he could not stomach the thought of, ma of masters occurring to satisfy spy hawk. Perhaps he could not stomach the thought of children being kidnapped, drugged, and raped while leaders, law enforcement of the world, turn a blind eye. Perhaps he was tired of seeing how certain races and races trees were being constantly abused and kept in need, poor and suffering, all for a specific purpose. Perhaps he could not in good conscience see the world burn. So this was the frame of mind for him the day before he goes into his announcement. And, and that is so good you read that. And there's many more in that vein, in that tone. Oh, yes, so, so many. And so for him, because it was two things. It was not, you know, there was the polite cheering for him making the announcement, but it was was very muted. It was very sub subdued compared to every single one of his last, last source of, well, any of his present his speeches and his rallies that he's doing everywhere. It's, uh, you know. It was very somber. Yeah, there was a, a somberness and we're like, what's going what's going on and um you know uh, i i i was clear that the deep state was very con very concerned i was going to say because as he started talking there's uh, almost within minutes i believe is as biden releases this thing that there's been a missile that's come into poland and i believe it's from russia and then when they saw that trump wasn't saying what they thought they thought he might where where they thought he might be saying i am commander-in-chief there was this whole key thing about him using the terminology commander in chief somewhere in his, in his, in his. Yeah, the missile firing was like much earlier in the day, but. There was a comment on it within minutes of it. Um, um, yeah. Somebody showed me, I mean. His comment was at that time, but it had. It was all about the comment. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. The yeah. comment. So the comment was bringing that up. And so that they were, it was going to be some sort of, you know, false flag something something to divert attention or, or whatever and then when they saw that trump didn't announce i am actually your commander-in-chief and we're you know we're coming in and so then they backed off said well oh, actually it was the one that came in from ukraine they made a they made a correction so they were we'll say relieved as well mm -hmm. but in his comment on on uh, 
as commander in chief. Again, again, the detail it's better just to hear him if you want a, a, a really a, a good idea of what else could be said. We would just be repeating things that. Um, and this Derek whole Johnson time you, is uh, not about this. This is no, no, no. This is not. This, this is, is just a, a precursor to what we're actually going to get. Preliminary, to. preliminary conversation. That's in. You know, I put it in our so in our social media. We're going to have a conversation. We realize, particularly early on, it was it, it was a downer for many. It's like, how does this make any sense? We're to gear for two more years and. You know, the, the white elephant, pink elephant, multicolored elephant in the room over and over is like, why is Trump face Trump thinking news? And he's given us no idea. You think he would at least say, and we know we figured out how we're going to stop the steal of the election. So this time it's going to work. It's like, really, we're going to get fired up again for uh, an election that we know. Yeah, there is have- no way this, this man who is very smart for him <laughs> to have outsmarted the deep state this long there is no way that his his good news that the that that it's just the surface face value of what we watched the other night it's not it's not he's not oh this is gonna save it all i'm gonna just run again and go through a whole nother election when i've just made a statement over and over and over again the last however many years that you cannot trust our election system he has said that over and over again so isn't adding up because it's it's pointing us it's 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 accomplishing different than face value of what the announcement was so either he clearly or the good guys got some dire threat that if they move forward there was going to be some catastrophic cataclysmic event that we'll say deep state was going to pull off and so they just had to back off back off because or he actually did it covertly and released the information and released the the go sign to the good guys behind the scenes for various aspects of the plan moving forward all, all part of our point moving forward from here with this discussion is um as part of in a way i covered last monday on the program with uh steve schultz on elijah streams i was i had done this whole outline of basically the kingdom of God timeline really begin in Daniel chapter two and how Daniel two and Daniel seven coordinate together. And there's these four empires that really are part of the, the same um, beast, the same image. And we went through that, the Babylonian, the Medo-Persian, and, and I know you're going to more. It's not where I'm really stopping right now. now okay. the, and the Roman, and then the follow-up was, and you saw this kingdom and, and that we, we might, begin to read that's out of Daniel 2 and 21, 20. There's several different verses, particularly Daniel 2 and Daniel chapter 7 that talked about, you know, there's a stone that can basically hit the foot of this image. We understand it to be Jesus and the kingdom was here and it has different language for it. There's times where the saints of the kingdom to receive the kingdom. And this thing, this kingdom was like a mountain that filled the whole earth. And, and so we were pointing out and that was and that was part of my message from Monday is that no matter what type of delay we have, if you're if you can think through the marathon perspective of it, this is where we're headed. This is where we're going. And you can tell that it's specifically we're in that time. We're in that time where this is uh, um, this is sh- sh- shattering. Um, another aspect of, we can call it the deep state, but it's this image. And again, for details on, on all that, um, uh, please listen, listen to that program. But the part I wanted to say is, is 
there is we have to position ourselves. It's the resolve. I think we were having this conversation of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There is like, they're in the fiery furnace and they're like, um, we have a God that can easily rescue, rescue us. That's where we're at. That when you really, really know what's going on, like when you think the thought, thought occurred, what, is Trump just going to back off and kind of disappear? Then who fights the fight? It's like, it's down to God. And so it's like, hey, God, our God, is well able to save us and rescue us, rescue us in speaking and prophesying and so many, so many prophesying the green. There's a rescue operation. This is the way from the first vision I got on President Trump in March of 2016, where I didn't think it's supposed to be him. And he's like, I was like, oh, no, he's like, he's going to save you from things you don't know you need to be uh, safe from. Is that is that this rescue operation from heaven is coming in and and it looks like the timing is right now we believe the timing is right now but it's shadrach meshach and abednego is like you know what even if he doesn't rescue us even if this is drags on even if this is more difficult than we than we imagine we we're not bound to you no matter what and so there's a, a resolve the shadrach meshach and abednego resolve is something we want to embrace no matter what we want to be Hopeful and not just hopeful and a fingers hopeful, but hopeful because it actually actually anything that makes sense is that there's more going on than just well, I'm gonna give it another two years here and let's see. You know, it's gonna be tough, it's gonna be hard, but let's see. Like that's okay. Uh, uh, you know, further uh, part of what I continually say, my saying, my promo, the Elijah streams thing. There's I mean, the pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for our children. So okay, do we need? Do we need two more years of increased pain because there's too many people, um, you know, still asleep? If so, we're in it for that. And and so I don't believe I don't believe that's that's the outcome we're going. I don't think that's the way it's going to play out. That there's going to be just this progressive two more difficult kind of years as the last two years. But we're but it's like we have to be prepared to. You know what? We're going to we're going to laugh if that's if that's the way this thing has to happen, we're fine. But our God is more than able, and we have we've seen as opposed to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we have a lot of evidence of things going on behind the scenes. Things again that would be shared with you better by, by some of these other ones who actually are able to to look into the and all that. But anyway, uh, so I just want to uh, your comment on we got to be positioning ourselves like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, no matter what. I said that. No, no, no. What do you think about that? Yeah. Oh, what do I think about that? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we do. It's, we have to pace ourselves. And um, I really, really appreciated your Elijah streams, the teaching that you did. Um, I, I don't know what order you're wanting to go through stuff. So I don't, I'm not trying to get ahead of you. I don't know. You can start anything. I, I, okay. You know, I have, I have no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one one thing I wanted to say related to that, the Elijah Streams conversation that you had with Steve and the teaching that you did, and I'm looking back at your notes here, it is important for people to go back and watch the, watch that uh, Johnny Unfiltered episode. Um, was it called Rigged for, um, I forget what the episode's called, but. Rigged for the Kingdom or something like that. Something like that. They put the title on it. And because it, it provides us context. And the Lord was speaking to me today about how important it is 
when you're struggling with seeing God in your own personal situation and circumstances, sometimes it's because you haven't properly seen him in, in the big picture of it all. And we don't mm -hmm. exist like the big picture doesn't exist apart from us. And we don't exist apart from the bigger picture. And, and the bigger, bigger picture always vital to every, every person's individual story, because it's, it's the story of the kingdom. And as you were describing um, these different periods of time and history, and then you came to the point where you talked about the time in history where we are now, I was realizing, you know, how many individuals and how many generations lived through all of those different time periods and how God was God to each one of those people who were looking for him, for him. Needed him to show up in the little things in their lives, in the midst of the bigger, you know, historical unfolding of time. And he, he showed Daniel, as you said, in the most clear um, pro prophetic picture, this whole snapshot of where they were, where it was headed, and all the way up to what you, I believe, gave a, a good proof of began the kingdom age, you know, you know, 2012. And there's, there's some specific reasons that you listed in there that were convincing to me, mm -hmm. but whether it's exactly that year or not, it doesn't really matter. I think we're all aware. There's a sense in the body of Christ that we, we are entering and, you know, you know, it's a moment like that, but that in, in general, we are entering a kingdom era, an age that has not been before now. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the, the transition that we have seen in every arena related to, to the vice, you look at worship, just in our short lifetime, how that is shifted and changed hugely. <laughs> you look at um, inner healing modalities and um, intercession and prayer, um, the the understanding of the fivefold ministry, this things of the Holy Spirit. You talked about that on on here, and you gave mm -hmm. all of these as evidence to we are in a kingdom age that not only hasn't been before now, mm -hmm. but it is just the final age that Daniel mm -hmm. prophes prophesied, and it's the most ex exciting. And yet, you know, I don't think I'm going to live to see the biggest uh, expression of it. I don't think I'm going to be a part of that generation. I'm okay with that, but I want to see as much of it as I, as I was to see. And then, and I guess this is what I'm trying to say, say when we're aware of that bigger picture, we don't have to, we tend to want to be, when we're going through difficulties and things that are hard to understand, we tend to want to, tend to want to just step away from it completely, completely and just be immersed in whatever we feel like we do understand or we have the ability to understand. So there are a lot of people that are tempted to just keep their head in the sand about all this stuff. Like we talk, we talk about, we talk about, you know, the, 
devolution or what could be happening behind closed doors in our nation. What's the plan? What's really happening? We're not people that are into all of that. Like we haven't notoriously been that. That's right. not been who we are. Yeah. We love to stay focused on our, our lane, the things we're passionate about. That was never something we were passionate mm -hmm. about until we realized the connection that all of that has. There was overlap. To the kingdom era that we are called to, to usher in and align ourselves with and be a, be a part of. Um, and then, so I don't want you, I, I feel to strongly to encourage you that you don't have to get involved in the nitty gritty of it. If you're not someone who wants to read all about Q or the devolution series or whatever, that's fine. But listen in, listen in enough to just be aware that things are not as they appear, you know, like more than just knowing, yeah, there's fake media. Yeah. There's, you know, probably some human trafficking going on. No, you need to, you need to understand enough of the details to have context for your own, your own life. And the fact that it's something that is going to take a long time to unfold and be dealt with and not happen completely in our own lifetime should not make us disinterested. We need to be fully, fully parts that we need to be. So I'm encouraging you to continue on, even when it's uncomfortable and you can't get clarity and you can't get clear answers, continue on, not continue having a conversation with Holy Spirit in your life about everything you need to need to going on in personal life, your own story, your own areas of redemption and justice, your own areas of influence and impact for the kingdom, but always continue with the conversation of the bigger picture of what's happening, happening in your mission and in the world. The, the Holy Spirit may give you some really basic understanding and answers, or you may be one who's called to get into the nitty gritty of it and really research it and, and, and get deeper in the understanding and the inside of it or somewhere in between. There's not, there's not a wrong. I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't just wash your hands of it and go, nothing's happening in the most obvious way. So it must not be real or it's just too complicated for me. So I'm just going to keep about my business. I just felt to warn you guys of that. I think you will lose contact, contact. You will lose your ability to see how God wants to show up in your individual story when you lose sight of how he wants to show up in the bigger picture and how he is showing up in the bigger picture for those who have eyes to see. I, and I'm I'm expressing this too, too, because it's temptation for me too. There's a part of me that just wants to go, well, forget, like this is exhausting. I don't, I don't want to ride this roller coaster anymore. I'd rather just like, tell me when it's over. Tell me when it gets good. Tell me when, when it's more obvious or more public and, and the Holy Spirit won't let me because of, I think what I've just said back to what you were saying on Elijah streams, I believe it's important to go back and listen to some of that history because it will, it will excite, it will steady you. And give you um, that historical text for where we are right now. So I was going to ask you, and I don't know if this is where you're going to go next, but if you were going to sum up for somebody yeah. who hasn't watched that yet, like what your main point and takeaway. What I was going to do is was, just do a little two minute minute. We'll even give you 10 minutes. Well, yeah, maybe we'll see. 
because sometimes my two minutes do grow, don't they? And can you tell them what what's the, the punchline before you lay it out? Yeah, that'll help them listen. I think. Well, we'll do we'll do. All. And so, just to remind you, it was like an hour and forty five minutes what I did there. But I, just for those who are like, well, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. So, in in short, Daniel two, Daniel seven, they really are chapters that describe the entire eschatology of where we've been and where we're going. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and I'm going to read like the three, this is three or four verses that really lay it out and then explain it from there. Okay. Daniel 2, um, 31. So this is Daniel interpreting uh, Nebuchadnezzar and interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dream, dream, who was king of Babylon. And, and so you king were watching and behold a great image, this great image whose splendor was excellent stood before you and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of ice of iron, in four different categories, the head, head the chest and arms, the belly and thighs, and the legs of iron. And it speaks part, partially of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke, and broke them, then the iron, the clay, the bronze and the silver and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away that so no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Now, anyway, you're looking at that punchline. That is the kingdom of God. The stone, we know that Jesus was a stone that the builders rejected. And so whether you look at as the king, and the king comes with this, this kingdom, they come together. It, it lays, out, lays out simplest two, three verses of eschatology. It's like, okay, there were, because what we understand, what we explained then, there was four empires, which each one... Kind of time periods? Time periods. And so uh, the fine gold was Babylon, and that was 605 to 5 to 530 C. That was the head of the beast. The, the meat open... I was the chest and arms. That was 530 to 331 BC. Uh, the Babylon was uh, spearheaded that, that period by Nebuchadnezzar, the Medo-Persian by Cyrus. The Greek uh, was 331 to 146, all six, all for Christ. And that was the belly and the, belly and the thigh spearheaded and brought on by Alexander the Great. So these are the timetables of everything. And we're, we're doing the, the short right here. So we're not explaining it in more detail, but this is what, Nebuchadnezzar saw this is what Daniel then explained to him him the same beast one starting from the head down to the foot it's a Luciferian idolatrous Molech Osiris um, what we would say the deep state will be saying what we're finding out about those who are operating in the deep state Luciferian Illuminati uh, um, um, of things it's the same type of of, of, of behavior. So the evil that's always been present. And the pointing out of it is that this is all one beast. It's an anti-Christ beast. Jesus never took, ever took it on. Not because he couldn't, he was afraid. His answer was, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against him. You did not see him talk about control and human trafficking and sacrificing and all that. It was always happening. Um, um, didn't have a church. He didn't have a church. That was that was his that was his uh, emphasis, his focus, his focus, and something we we explained more. But it gives us 
the whole layout of things. And so we piece that together with Hosea 6, 2, after we're, you know, it talks about after two days, he will revive us. And the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live before him. And a day and a day is a thousand years, a thousand years is a day. So after 2000 years, there would be like, we go into another dimension. That's just happened. That's, that's the age we're going into where it's not just being revived um, and not just revival focus, but being revived is, Oh yeah, I was about to, so I've been revived, but raise us up. We went into what so that, that we live so that we him. live before him. This is kingdom demonstration at a city and nation level. Asking me the nations. It's not just asking me the souls asking me the nations. Nations will walk to the light of the sons of God. Psalms, um, Isaiah 60, 60, etc. And where so, do we live? We live in the seven mountains. I mean, you do life as a yeah. family, you do life in education, you do life in government and, economy, etc. And so as we live before him, I believe he's describing this kingdom age um, when we when we wake up to the end to the understanding of who he wants to be in us in the world. So we and Elizabeth pointed out there was a lot of credible pieces of why 2012. This was not just given to me, but several people at the same time. Uh, 2000, 2012, the kingdom age we entered in, entered into this stone is beginning to bust this this image up and though and so we're talking about an image just from this description that's been all the way from what did we tell you 600 all the way from 600 before before this is what's being dealt with so as we'd say pardon that it doesn't happen in 50 seconds or a year or two years or whatever it's really accelerated and elizabeth like you know it may not all happen in her lifetime i well i think uh it's not just in our lifetime but in i the, just mean the fullness the, of the kingdom coming to the earth yeah like, you should know there will that. always be because you can she some can level made, of evil that we're yeah, dealing with she she might have given you too much uh you know it's like wait that's waiting too too long like we're doing all this just for Okay, okay, we're just going to, you know, little blip. No, 2012, and he uses a trump that it was significant at the sound of the trump. And the trump was the sound, the sound of the trump was what proclaimed even in Leviticus 25, the day of Jubilee. And that's being set free from, from uh, it's about freedom. Any way you look at it, freedom, freedom from when you're, when you're locked in economically, you're, you're locked in in every other kind of way as well. So that he even chose a man to be, um, significant by his name and that's the way i received even the revelation in march of 2016 the world will be known as known as and after trump first of all your nation will be known will be known as and after trump so we're there we're right at where there's enough description there's enough details uh, that that tells us and you know we know there's prophetic words you know some of them but there's even ones before then you know the one of uh, kim clement 2007 trump shall be my trump and, and the lord announced him and because in the same way Cyrus was announced in the Old Testament, he is a key agent that the Lord is using. The Lord can do with whoever he wants and however he wants and whatever. Uh, he is the God that rules and reigns throughout Daniel. If we went through those scriptures, we named them. You know, he brings down king kings. He sets kings. He takes them down. He can do this. So we want to uh, part of the purpose of laying out the big picture. One is for the patience and marathon thinking. But it's like you understand how long this image because it's image it point if you look at dan daniel it's the same image yeah part of it was um, silver part of it's gold part of it's another thing it was the same image 
And that same Id image has not been dealt with. And in, and in the narrative of heaven, um, what is next? What, what is clearly next is that because this the, the setting up of the kingdom of God on earth, if you're wondering what the kingdom ages is, where it gets set up on earth, where nations begin to walk to the light of the sons of God. And when our, your focus is only people getting saved, soul, 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 cannot possibly be talking kingdom, kingdom reality. So that's what we're going into. And so we have to, uh, so, you know, for my own self, just studying it, like I said, what it did for you is like, okay, um, this is this not just like there's a little blip of there was some um, a stolen election. You know, stolen election is too minimal a thing to mm -hmm. consider. Um, we're, we're talking about this diabolical, satanic, luciferian image that has been along, been around for forever and ever. And it has been determined by for it to begin smashed right now. And it's going to come in, in waves. We know it's on the third day that this stone continues. It says, so we know there's a process until it filled the whole earth, whole earth. That's an until, and that's part of what Elizabeth, Elizabeth's talking. Okay. It may not all happen even, even in the, you know, in, in, we could say it's probably unlikely unless she decides, you know, or the Lord decides to let her live like a long, 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 long time. And she, we're not, she's not sure she wants to live as long as uh, Methuselah or whatever. No, 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 I don't. But, but for it to fill the whole earth, whole earth, where we get scripture, we're always talking about Habakkuk 2.14. The whole earth yeah. is filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Does anybody think we're anywhere near that? No, 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 no. There is minimal knowledge of God really in the church compared to what, compared to what the worse yet in society, because if the church has limited knowledge of God, they don't know the God of the seven mountains, the God of every other aspect. So part of this is us just encouraging you, um, you know, it wasn't what it seemed like. There's much more happening behind the scenes. And at times we understand even from the people giving us, we will say, you know, intel clues. It's a covert operation. And you wonder, like, well, we have a lot of people that listen is should we be telling about a covert operation even there's some things the lord says i'm was that and i do have i do have to profit them is that for everybody or um because you are wanting there to be an awakening there really is this need of of an, of an awakening and so pain and the awakening that comes from it are a necessity necessity so their comfortableness that was released over us us again through the way president trump said it said it Stay, stay encouraged, but you do, there is a, okay, let's lock in for the long haul. Let's get that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thing resolved. It's like, it's not comfortable. It's fire. He can pull me out any time. Um, but you know what? We're locked in for kingdom purposes mm -hmm. one way or the other. Yeah, good. A few takeaways that I had from that, and just, it was reminding me as you were kind of teaching it again briefly. Um, one is, I don't know. I don't know why this is encouraging to me, but remembering that it's the same ancient evil is helpful to me. It's like, it's not, it makes it feel like we're on tra track. Like this is not like we got off track. We got to go over here and like, deal with this thing that came up in our timeline 
and then get back on track to the real thing we're supposed to actually be doing. This is it. Like this is, this is all, um, intentionally by God moving towards this moment in time. And as important as we have recognized, um, someone like Trump is, he's almost irrelevant to be honest, compared to the trumpet play, player, compared to the trumpet player, player, compared to God and the kingdom that he is un unveiling in the earth. Yeah. Um, and so the, the reason that Trump is relevant is because God has made him relevant and God is, God is bigger than that God's bigger than even the plan. How saying that I'm going to take it like, a, I'm, I'm going to come back to, a couple of takeaways that I've had, but I want to go on a little rabbit trail with that. So back to Trump's truth social from the day before that he made his announcement. And if you missed it, cause you tuned in a little later, um, we read um, uh, one of the posts that he made on truth social and there's, I don't know, 30 to 50 on here. He just went on like a tyrant of just you know, putting out over and over and over again, again, tyrate, is that what I say? Yeah. Tyrant, tyrate, whatever the word is. He just posted a whole bunch all of a sudden. And they were all these retruths from other people, which he, he rarely does. Most of the time he uses, he uses the, to just make his own, his own statements. This is where he does majority of his communication yeah. to the world. So Whatever he puts on here is he knows is very exactly. important and exactly what it says and why he wants Are it you on there. Tell that one because that's what I think. I was just going to share a few of them. Them. So was, let me give context okay. to that first. So, so I'm just, I, I want to reread this one that I read earlier. Okay, but I'll read it faster because some of you already heard me read it. But he retruthed this. Ask yourself an honest question. Why would a billionaire who has it all, fame, fortune, a warm and loving family, friends, want to endanger himself and his self and his family? POTUS. Why would he want to target himself and those he cares about? Does he need money? Does he need fame? What does he get out of this? Does he want to make the U.S., the world, a better place for his family and for those good and decent people who have long been taken advantage of? Perhaps he could not stomach the thought of, of mass murders occurring to satisfy Moloch. Tell me, tell me that he just accidentally put this on his truth social, right? I don't think so. Perhaps he could not stomach the, the thought of children being kidnapped, drugged, and raped, and raped while law enforcement of the world, the world, a blind eye. Perhaps he was tired of seeing how certain races Countries were being constantly abused and kept in need, poor and suffering, all for a specific purpose. Perhaps he could not in good conscience see the world burn. Okay, okay that was just one of them. In multiple of the reposts, there were pictures of him that people had painted or made, created as memes of him dressed all nice with a big Q on his lapel. His lapel. All right, now, now, if you don't follow Q or you didn't follow Q, I just want to remind you of a quick background of that for Johnny and me. We, that was not on our radar at all. Johnny was prophesying some things through his Facebook um, um, year 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, someone that we love reached out to us and said, you must 
be Multiple know times, about actually. Q because how would you know to prophesy that? And we're like, we haven't heard Q. That's nothing that we know about. And she, she kept saying, you need to look into this. And we're like, what is, what is it? We're interested. Finally, John. 2017. Just for people to say, well, Q didn't start until 2017. I don't want them to say it's wrong. I was prophesying in 2016 and then I was still doing it in 2017. And so people, different ones, more than just one, you may not know that. Mm -hmm. They were saying, you must, you must know. You, you must know about Q. And so, and so she said, here, look at, the, look at this. So Johnny was sent a link. He felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to just go ahead and look into it. So Q are all of these kind of cryptic posts that started um, mainly in like a back channel that an, an average would not even be aware of exist, exists, more or less even try to go find it. But the more it came out, they put it on a website where your average person could easily go to it and read it. And every day, multiple times a day, Q was posting over and over and over again, over again, all these, um, like military strategic um, communications of some things that were happening at the time and some things that were clearly speaking of the future. And so a lot of people started following these, these, um, um, these posts because it, it was so interesting and it's, it began to at, he, he, I say he, but what we've come to understand is that it was a group of pe people that have been working for many, many, many years in the scenes on a plan. Okay. Okay. Plan was everything that you have heard for as long as Trump has been in the public eye in terms of politics, it's everything he's been saying that we need to be rescued, that um, um, there's deep state, there's fake, there's fake media, there's agenda, there's all the language that initially when Trump first started publicly speaking as a politician sounded like he was just being um, exaggerating and kind of using these flamboyant type ways of describing his opponent. That's, that's the way it came across, unless... You were also reading these posts from Q. You really began to understand the connection. So I say that because this group called Q, um, it, it, the, a word, a term that has become be, a legal term that has been being used now to describe this plan that this group has been working on behind closed doors and they're the group that evidently got Trump to run, run and to do everything he's been doing is called devolution. So episodes back, I don't remember how many back, maybe 10 episodes back or so, you and I had um, an interview on here on our program with John Harold, who, who is also as Patel Patel Patriot, Patriot Patel, right? Or Patel? No, there's no Patel in it. That's Cash Patel. No, it is. No, it's it's Patel Patriot. Patel Patriot. Okay. He was using it actually, making a connection to to Cash Patel. Patel Patriot. He's now come out with his with his name, John. And so we had John on here, and John explained to us and to you what this legal term called devolution is. Basically, it is a an understanding that. Um, Certain things can happen, happen without us knowing about it as a nation can happen that put contingencies in place so that our country 
could still run correctly and move forward if our government was under siege or um, somehow undermined. And there's certain executive orders that could be signed by the sitting president that would allow them to, behind closed doors without anyone knowing, put, put certain things in place like military actually running the country rather than um, a figurehead like a president. And I'm not the one to describe all of that correctly. That's just my, in my way of inadequately explaining it. But I, but I, I remind you of that because even if you're not, if you're not into, even if you're not into understanding what, what devil it is, um, there are all of those executive orders. If you were to research, they are there in plain sight. You just have to know to go look for them. President Trump signed them. They were put, were put in. There's so many things that, they have, that, they have not been that are, that are in order that have to do with the national guard that have to do with the military that have to do with things that if you know to look for, they're actually happening and they have happened. And, um, for Trump, the night before he makes this announcement, hey, I'm going to run again on this uh, this rigged election that I've been telling you about that we just experienced again. Um, that's our hope, you know, for him to put on his truth social. Yeah, show some, some more. The um, one I was telling you. These pictures of himself with the letter Q on his lapel. Not only that, but there are some kind of more famous quotes from Q from several years back he put on his social account the night before like like so when when you see the letter Q think devolution think about this um I'm not gonna say it the right way but the contingency for government do you remember how to say that yeah, the right way a government in uh, it's essentially like a shadow government but it's the but it's the real basically has to go almost into a form of form of exile while the exposing is taking place and the military has a role in it. And so like, it's a whole legal thing. And there are several voices that if you do want to take a deeper dive, we've mentioned to you, Derek Johnson, SG, SG, um, there are, you can go back and look at Q posts, uh, praying medic, Dave, um, Hayes. Hayes. He um, has a whole book on Q that you could order and read about. I'm not saying that everybody needs to do that. I'm wanting you to, I'm wanting you to, I'm wanting you to understand that, that if things feel off, it's because they are, there is something going on. I don't care whether it's ever made public or not. Nothing will ever convince me literally that, that things have been as they, they appear. And we have the ultimate proof back to what I was saying. Some of my takeaways from what you shared this kingdom era that it's all been building up to that. We are a part of this ancient, ancient Eve that God is, um, um, I'm encouraged for another reason, because, um, let's see if I remember what I was going to say, because let me have this Jesus. Oh, okay, you, you won't know how to get to it. There it is. Okay. You can scroll up around. Um, um, Jesus kicked that kingdom era off. And 
when you know him and you walk with him, then you're going to be in the middle of whatever he's doing. So when we stay in communion with him and with each other as his body, body, um, you're not going to be left out. You're not going to miss out. And if all of this is overwhelming to you, then take a break. Like we need to pace ourselves. And that was a takeaway for me too. It's like, okay, this is such a big deal. Yeah. Such a big deal. Such a big deal. Long-term situation. Give the process a break. Yeah. That we can, we can pace ourselves and your pace may look different than our pace. Our desire in the midst of all of this is to be a voice of encouragement to you that can continually um, challenge you, you in your personal relationship with Jesus, Father, and Holy Spirit, and also in your pursuit of your kingdom assignment. That's that just sums up what Johnny and I feel, you know, you know, count the Lord in. Um, more more than having a prophetic word or, or um, you know, us giving you just, you know, fun, cute little teachings or something, that's it. And so everything that we bring to you, our goal is that it would accomplish that. Um, Let me show you. Yeah, and sure. I think we need to wind up pretty soon, yep. by the way. So, hey, look at that. That even works. Everything goes backwards. We're like, so, uh, okay. So you see President Trump there. This is something he retruthed. And it says Trump is always 17 moves, moves. Mm -hmm. And he does that on uh, a couple of days be or the day before. The day before. The day before he gives his, his announcement. And so, it, and, you know, it is known that he is was highly motivated by the book, The Art of War. Um, and even the art, and the art of the Deal came from that. So he understands we'll say the covert world, uh, plenty. So there is things, again, what Elizabeth's just saying, there, there is definitely something going on behind the scenes. Our hope is still our goal. And should all of them fail, should all, all the covert plans, and I believe they're totally in orchestration with God and alignment with God, whether they're perfect or not, they're the instrument of God. Um, our God is still... This is a determination he has that at this time, the rest of this kingdom, kingdom, this image must be busted up because it's, mm -hmm. it's time for the kingdom of God to fill the whole earth like a mountain does in the last days. The mountain of the house of the Lord be exalted in the tops of the mountains. So there was another thing he retruthed where somebody put it. Don't call it a comeback. The line never has left. So that so that's some again, these are specifically chosen by him on his uh, um, truth social. There was one on there too. It doesn't matter if you find it or not, but he, it said um, it was a picture of him dressed like Superman and it said Trump 2024 or before. Yeah. So um, this is I'm messing it up again. November 15. Um, the day, the day of new hope. So is it really him announcing an election that, that has been stolen back to back? No, he did some. We're just going to, and I can feel my spirit just in alignment and, and the prophetic. He did something more on November 15 than, than just announce he's running for the president. I There's think a, we'll know in retrospect, looking back. Yeah, for sure. So we're all in, in process together. Process is ne never 
fun because that's where we're having to overcome some challenges. But it, until you go through challenges, you don't have an opportunity to experience uh, um, the kindness of God, the God, the tenderness of God towards you. Um, and I believe that what God is doing in a lot of your hearts right now is he's allowing you to go through process individually and as, you know, collectively, what we're all going through in the world right now, right now, is to get us to the place where our norm, our fallback is expectation of him to be good to us, to be kind to us, to be, um, gentle with us. And many of us have been through things in our lives that have lied to us and convinced us otherwise. And so we're constantly thinking, when am I going to be disappointed again? When am I going to be let down again? When is something going to go wrong again? Again, and we're not living from glory, glory to glory, living the way that he intended us to. And so you would think, okay, that means everything should go right for a while so that I learn that. And you don't get to experience something going right unless there's a, there's a possibility going wrong, you know, you no. Know? And there's not a, a delay that happens sometimes. Then we're not actually having to work that muscle of belief, believing what we don't see, which is no, he's got me. He's got this in the midst of the trial, in the midst, midst of difficulty He's got me. And how do I find evidence of that? And look for the evidence. Um, I was in a situation that's similar to that today with one of our girls. And it was something that it wasn't fun to go through. But but every single turn, Lord the Lord was there. And we saw evidence of him. And then we saw evidence of him again. And then we saw evidence of him again. And then when we got to the end of the whole situation, it was like, okay, we didn't want to go through that. But, but yeah. But, but we got to experience the kindness of God and it, and it, and it, it read, we had to consciously make it register so that we have stacked up more on the yeah, side yeah. of his goodness, his it's kindness. Yeah. There. You put it's more sticks over there. The if not, then, then we build our lives around the time, the, the, the times that it goes difficult and bad, bad. And so um, that, that process is important and it's, it's important to wear we are headed as a generation of believers. Those who know God will do great exploits. So this is the time where we're not, we're not going to the fullness of the great exploits yet, yet saying it's not possible, but compared to, I believe how it will be in the near future. So this is the time of knowing God. Those who know God will do great exploits. So this is a time to know him, insist on knowing him. Insist on see, on seeing evidence of who he is and what he's like at every turn in your life and in the big picture. If we cannot in these in-between moments where, where we don't have the proof that would make it so easy, we wouldn't have to believe. We have to learn how to insist on seeing and believing that God is doing something good behind closed doors with we yeah. And, and, and it, it, it also in those moments, it, it, um, it deals with an arrogance is just naturally wired, wired into our fashion. The arrogance is if I'm not aware of it, it can't actually be happening. 
right? It's that's that's a lack of humility in us where we believe that if if we're not aware of it, if we're not hearing about it, about it, it would actually be happening. And that deals with some some pride in us that um is good, is healthy for us to have to believe that something could actually be happening that we've not been given privy to. And I think that's really good. It's really good. Um, you know, you know, this is the she didn't mention it was a scripture, but it's also in the book of Daniel. It talks really about when this beast is setting up its most powerful antichrist manifestation, but the people who know their God will do mighty exploits. And so there's something about knowing about knowing one of the things that was retruthed by book. You know, I have the hardest time doing this, right, Elizabeth? <laughs> Um, God gives the hardest battle to his strongest soldiers. Mm-hmm. And I think um, probably it might be in some ways the opposite of that. So that's true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he gives it to his weakest soldiers because they're the ones that become more desperate and dependent. And they call upon they're him. They're the ones who become the strongest. <laughs> and so they become, they become the strongest. Like Moses, who me? No. Uh, Gideon, no. And so of you are in that position like no you don't understand understand actually fragile i i know this i'm not one to step forward no it, it really are you're we're handpicked mm-hmm. we are handpicked you are handpicked we're, we're letting you know this is a battle that's been coming for thousands of years a battle that jesus jesus him didn't take on as far away but he's prepared us to be the ones that are part of taking that's uh, right. taking this thing on that's right so you mentioned you know, maybe those exploits will be in the future. No, I, I, I agree, but I believe it's already happening because there's many of you that that have tremendous stands. There's there's relationships that have had to be. It's not that you sacrificed them, but in making a stand for what's right and for truth, um, I just know many many have had to toughen up. They're, they've lost friends and family over it. And you want to do it the right way. You don't want to just be ruthless and and lose it over just. Uh, a proudful presentation of your stance, but there is many that have um, stand. You know, there's people who've um, uh, that have gathered and done worship around. We know um, more than there's whole groups of them, but um, we know him well. He's my friend. Who's the guy that went around? He's doing um, worship all over the nation and concerts uh, um, and making stands. Yeah. It, we know him. We know him. He's a friend. Okay. Maybe we're not supposed to give his name out here. here. But it, so. And, oh, and he just put the, the movie out. Just put the movie out as as well. Well, somebody's probably, if we were reading our, our, our comments, it'll be f- filled up there. But that becomes an example of someone who, who goes to unusual uh, lengths in and making a stance. And with, and with respect to, you know, most of churches capitulate. Some, some leaders stood and took the heat and took the heat from government and from people and whatever and and did it for freedom and for the kingdom and that's ultimately that's the motivation is kingdom and freedom and and there is you know that's just a great just a great donation right there so we just want to as we're coming into winding this down just to encourage you to be um uh, encourage you to be strengthened in your inner man Mm -hmm. towards that that this is this is a time that victory has been determined for the, king, the kingdom of God. This is not that day where we're to be crushed by the Antichrist. That's what's been, been going on. That's what's been happening for hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of years. This is 
kingdom demonstration time. This is Isaiah 60 time. This is, this is Isaiah 61 time. Isaiah 60, arise, arise, shine the darkness, gross darkness. Yes, but the Lord will arise on you. That's why it's, it is so much, you know, the timing of this could be intentional, uh, could be allowed by the Lord because he does want, it's just, want, it's just like he, Moses activated. He wanted the, wanted the children of Israel activated. They had to, to leave practical way. They had to leave Egypt. They had to pack their homes. They had to move forward. And so there's a part of this, it's, it's delayed. But the longer that it takes, the more it allows for the people also to be activated. We know that's, we know that's important to, um, we'll say, the military plan of good guys. That's important for them, super important. Uh, and we know that's super important from God's standpoint as well. He wants us moving. And we see those examples throughout Scripture as, as, the, as, the, as the army of God moves, God moves. Not because he's held back without them. There's some teach that, and I don't believe that at all. It's just that that's how, uh, that's just his, that's his operating system. It's like St. Chronicles 2020. It's like, the battle is the Lord's, but tomorrow go to the battlefield. And so, every, so everybody goes to the battlefield, and the Lord shows up and does great things, et cetera, et cetera. We have stories and stories upon stories uh, on that throughout Scripture. So be strengthened in your inner man, and, and there is... Um, Definitely, um, the best is yet to come. Yet to come, and um, it is it is a privilege uh, for us to be around in such a time as this. So we're headed into Thanksgiving, and it's such an important time to be known for your love. Just be be generous. Be known for your love. And your generous portions of turkey. No, I see this. <laughs> Live like somebody who who um, understands that that. God's got this and um, he's doing things even that we cannot see Yeah, and live like somebody who believes that he's good and that he's looking for opportunities to become, to become therefore we can be. Yeah. And um, you know, if you're concerned about people around you that, that still don't seem to understand some of the things you understand, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay for an in-between time. And there is grace for however long this needs to take. We just have to receive that grace and walk in it. Um, and it's okay to be frustrated sometimes and yeah. just to, you know, it's been long grieve it and, yeah. you know, have a, have a down day, shit off and, and move on and, and don't, don't shut off to the bigger picture just because you don't understand the bigger picture. And um, we love you guys. We are thankful for y'all very much. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, an interesting way to con to connect people, not see who we're talking talking to. <laughs> we feel you, you, we do, and we hear from many of you, and we see your comments, and we get your letters and your notes and your donations and all the things, and we feel that camaraderie with you yeah. um, that you express to us us in it together and uh, we're all eyes on the same God that we adore and we are all um, together objects of his affection. He loves us so much and there's so much to be thankful for. Um, so much to be thanked to be thankful. He has been so faithful. He will continue to be faithful and just look for opportunities to be a conduit for that love that he's pouring out on you and the generosity that he's 
given, you know, he's been generous with you, be generous with others. Uh, um, look, people that need what he put in you and, and be generous with whatever it is that he's given you an overflow of. Um, in that place, it will feed your own, own spirit, you know. The enemy would have, especially through holidays and stuff like that, that to just get focus on ourselves. And, you know, we can all think of kajillion reasons why we should feel sorry for little old me. You know, there's, I don't care how good things can look on the surface in your life. Everybody can find, you know, legitimate, legitimate things to feel sad over. And it's too short to just come under that stuff. Shake it off. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And, you know, look at ways that you can love and serve others. That's, That's our sweet spot. That's so good. Where we go one, we go all, all we go one, he goes with us. That's right. And so that is the important privilege we have is to be carriers of him. Yeah. In presence and in a very practical way, we are his hands and feet and then his presence, his presence goes, goes everywhere we go. So. Let's seize the day with his presence, with this kingdom opportunity that's been entrusted to us. Mm -hmm. So we will see you soon again on Up for Discussion and blessings on you during this Thanksgiving week. Upcoming. Yeah, we love you guys. Yes, we do. And Johnny will be on Monday afternoon live. You or is it surprise? Tuesday? Oh, is it Tuesday this week? I think because we thought I was going to be gone and we were going to be gone okay. and we, so. So it'll be Tuesday, Elijah streams instead of, instead of Monday. I believe so. I think, uh, I think Robin, Robin's filling in for where I was because we were, we were going to be else, but we canceled those plans and we stayed and, but they'd already made the other change. So I believe I've been preparing myself for Monday, but I'm remembering live. He might Tuesday. maybe be on with me Monday morning for two for choose, but either way I'll be here. Chub, I got a little bit of pulse. So I might be able to talk him into it. <laughs> she has a lot of pull. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll see you Monday morning yes. for Choose Love, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. We love you guys. This week. Have a great weekend.